Pints and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Since I sat in front of this microphone, such a long time. Look, I know it's not a wrestling song, <laughs> but I already did that fucking Eric Bischoff song. I'm not doing it again. I refuse to repeat. Never backwards, always forwards. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm patient Nero, Hal Loveland. Boy, is that true. You were sick. <laughs> You're going to hear the whiskiest laugh. Everyone is sick. Like, it's not just you. Everyone, like, it's Screen Junkies. A bunch of people were sick. Like, both Roth and Billy are sick. So it's not just you. Let me tell There's you. There's something gross going around the microphones of LA. I went to Dragon Con. Had a lovely time. Con crud? Came back sick. I was like, oh, this is con crud. Three days later, I have 101 fever. Then oh, it goes no. away. I'm like, I can go back to work. I fill up a trash can by my desk with tissues thank god for constantly that. uh uh sanitizing my hands mm-hmm. because i don't want to get anybody else sick i had a i had an appointment the next day with, with an allergist and he took he listened to my cough once he's like oh you got an infection oh my god no that that went around from dragon con because another friend of mine came back from dragon con with a gnarly infection did they get pink eye too i got pink <laughs> eye i've never had it before I've never felt grosser. It's not pink eye. Lindsay you had is pink looking eye? at me with a yeah, judgment well, I never thought I'd see. You didn't get pink eye. I did too. To this country, and then someone explained to me <clears> how you catch pink eye. I did not crap. Man. You can get You're it other than man, listen. You can get pink eye in other ways than crapping in we your hand or into in your England, eye. That's all I'm saying. Oh, of course you do. We don't eat. You just call milk, it the old Ropsy Topsy. I've got a bit of the Ropsy Topsy. My eyes are filled with That's a very different disease, and I'll have you know it's highly contagious. And it's not to be made fun of. And it's why we don't go to Cornwall. Isn't Dropsy what they kill horses for? <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anyway, Dropsy. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Booker D, Danielle Radford. Oh, hello. And the heartbreak Kelk, Lindsay Kelk. Hi. I love it. It's my favorite one. That's yeah, one. that's the top one. Thanks, top marks. Julian. And we have a special guest today, hip-hop artist and creator of the online music series Wrestle and Flow. It's Josiah, not a good Gaia, not a bad Gaia, but the <laughs> Gaia Williams. Welcome to Tights and Fights, Josiah. Man, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Now, if you're out there and you haven't heard of Wrestle Flow... Josiah takes wrestlers' entrance music and raps over it. Let's hear a bit of the latest release, which is all about Becky yeah. Lynch. Becky, I know how you feel. You shouldn't have to explain. Give another person opportunities and tell you to stay in your lane. You had to fight for the day. She had a way that was paved. You had a moment that's finally yours. She came and took it away. Yeah. All of these people are looking and watching this and you gotta get on, the mic. get on the mic. Tell them you should be a winner, but really inside you just wanna fight. wanna fight. Now people are awake and wanna know why you did it. Why, why you did it. I, I think that it's great. I, I'm saying I get it. Go get it. I see a title yes. somebody is holding and I believe yes. that it's yes. some pretty impressive chair dancing going on in here. Uh, yes, again. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> we were murdering it. Yeah. Hal was doing the nene. It was amazing. Was <laughs> what? You know it's official when somebody's doing the nene that's, that's how right. it works <laughs> i started by doing the whip <laughs> josiah tell us about uh, about your work and also your time as a wrestling fan and how those came together 
So I've been a wrestling fan maybe, I'd say, about 15 years, and I've been an artist um, officially for the past eight or so. Um, a lot of, you know, stars that become the big stars that they are started out by doing covers or, or remixes or doing things that kind of would elevate them that best fit with their artistry. I look up to people like Tori Kelly who, who took that route. She got on the internet and, and made it big. But you can't really do that with rap or hip hop. Like if I'm rapping a Big Sean song, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't sound as good as, you know, it is for somebody else. So I had to do something that made me stand out. Yeah, you um, can't put a ukulele like... <laughs> right. It just it just doesn't really work like that. <laughs> so I figured here's this thing that I love and that I watch, you know, multiple times a week and I get so involved into the characters and that's what hip hop is, it's storytelling, but it's in a different way. Um so the biggest thing that attracted me to wrestling in the beginning was the entertainment side. So the music that people would come out to, I always loved that. Um and I found a way kind of to bridge the gap for what I do, what they do. Um, and start something new. What is your favorite entrance song of all time? Whew, man, we're getting straight into the questions. Okay. <laughs> got to, got to, I got to know. Of all time, man, I don't know. I know the first thing that comes to my mind is Voices by Rev Theory, which is Randy Orton's theme. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like it matches the persona and the character so perfectly I have to go with that, and then I also think of Razor Ramon's theme as well, because it just—I I love Razor Ramon. Yeah, that is a good piece of like you kind of forget how good a piece of music that is. Well, I think everything gets lumped in like the '90s, um, and we kind of discount that era of music. But you know, uh, old Jim, right? Aww, okay. <laughs> he was cracking out some good ones. Yeah, and I think it's different too because there was—we're in a different style of, of wrestling music for WWE. So Jim had this this method that was completely different to what CFOs do. So it's kind of like. Old school versus new school, but I still love elements of both, if that makes sense. Okay, uh, uh, follow-up question. CF, we do pronounce the S. We say CFOs. It's not I CFO, say CFO. Dollar, fi- dollar sign. <laughs> I love I'm, saying dollar I, sign. <laughs> right. Feel good. And if, if I'm wrong, you guys can blame me, but I've always said CFOs. Look, we gotta. <laughs> I, I trust the youth. That's right. You're our future. Uh also, I I know we have a lot of WWE stuff to get into, but but Josiah, mm-hmm. you're a huge fan of New Japan, and they're preparing for their next Long Beach show out here in SoCal. Which <laughs> stories and performers that 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 are running right now in New Japan are you enjoying, and should people be looking for? So I just got into New Japan. I want to say either last year or the year before, and I started to get into a couple of characters. I liked what Okada was doing, and yes. um, I started to hear about yeah, he's just. Fantastic. Um, so I kind of just started to get into YouTube stuff. Um, and then after a while, got into like some of the big shows. And I just, I love how different it is from watching either SmackDown or NXT or Raw. It's, it's a completely different program. So it's not even necessarily like specific feuds. It's just, it's a completely different landscape. And I encourage people, if they haven't, checked out anything from Japan, just take five minutes, go on YouTube, search any character on the roster, you're going to find something completely different than what you're seeing on WWE. That's fantastic. So there you go. Really, the real piece of advice for the kids out there is pay attention to those related videos. Just check them out. Uh, Sunday's show was Hell in a Cell. We're going to start with the main event of the show, Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns inside the reddest cell in WWE history. A lot of interference from The Shield. 
Drew and Dolph, and he's finally back. I mean, I'm just so glad we didn't have to go for three goddamn weeks without fucking Brock Lesnar showing up. And Vince, this is not Brock's fault, by the way. If I'm Brock Lesnar yeah, and Vince is like, here's $2 million to yeah. show up and rip a door off, I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be on the first flight out of Nebraska. I'm not going to shave, but I'm going to come. Yeah, and yeah. especially when on that door's way. made of Twizzlers. It's just so yeah. easy. Yeah, exactly. It I'm just like, comes right off. I mean, Vince, stop it. Vince, stop. It's time to move on. Hit him in the newspaper. It's not working anymore. Hit him in the nose with a newspaper like a bad dog. Yeah, we're not interested. Rub his nose in Brock's beard. Because it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Also, this is the second consecutive failed cash in of in of the money in the bank briefcase josiah let me ask you uh number one are you are you as big a fan of money in the bank as a format as julian is julian's a big fan he doesn't <laughs> like the royal rumble but loves money in the bank explain that interesting okay uh, yeah but, huge marquee in the bank when when you have these failed cash-ins does it make the briefcase feel a little bit like a failure machine although it worked for carmella she was able to cash in and alexa. successfully and alexa cashed in successfully just the dudes that are snake bitten. What what does that do for you as a fan? I think it's interesting because on one hand, it does highlight the fact that you can lose. So I think most people assume that if you have the contract, that means you're going to win the title at some point in the near future. Mm. Right. So I think it kind of shifts that, that thinking. But I do think that the last two people that won, should have won, did not and made me incredibly upset about it. I was looking forward to seeing what a Baron Corbin title run could have been. And I was looking forward to finally the moment that everyone seemed like they wanted of Ron Stroman getting that. So I just, I don't know. It, it really frustrates me. They have to have some reason for it, but I don't see it right now. Oh, you are so great and hopeful. You're me. That thing we do where you're like, they have to have some reason for it. <laughs> I, do, I do that too. Yeah. I, let me tell you. It's look, great. Th- this Keep hope alive. This whole thing is is snake bit, and I want to throw this out there and then just see what y'all do with it. I think this S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion has been a disaster. I think they come (gasps) off as heels. I think it lessens Roman Reigns' impact as a champion. And yet they had to take Braun Strowman, one of the most over baby faces on the roster, and Big Show turn him heel. I don't know if it's a failure, but it's definitely... I I popped for it hard in the beginning. I, I don't like what the S.H.I.E.L.D. being around necessitates for Braun's character because it does, like... It's one of those things, and I've talked about it, where, you know, I liked Monster Braun, Gur are going to throw, you know, an ambulance at you, Braun, um, and then live in it for a month. That was the Braun that I really liked, and then they turned him into a baby face, and I was like, oh, that's fine, it's silly, he's big and goofy, just don't talk about guns, we're cool. And then, um, <laughs> but so, because of the shield, it does... Like, it makes sense character-wise for him to be like, oh, you got a bunch of dudes? Well, I got a bunch of dudes, too. So now it's dudes on dudes on dudes. And y'all know how I feel. Just two dudes. But I want to see a story in the ring well, with two it, dudes. It feels like dudes that don't even really need to be together, too. I feel like right. there's a backstage segment every week that we don't see where Seth just sits staring longingly at the IC title and being like, baby, it used to be me and you, and this used to mean something. <laughs> and now it's, and then like Dean knocks on the door and he's like, you ready? Roman needs us. He's like, okay. And just puts it back in the locker and goes back out and his heart's not really in it. Like Cal says, they're supposed to be the good guys, and their whole thing is that they're the hounds of justice. They're bringing justice, and they're doing the right thing. And and then yeah. it's like, if that hills. if that was the case, and this monster guy was beating their friend, they'd have to be like, well, dude, he beat you. And they're instead, they're like, no. Yeah. Absolute heels. Total heels. So there was one moment for me that I knew this was going to be a failure. 
and this is just like a Josiah thing. So I've always loved returns, kind of like the the Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy way, where the music speaks for the return itself. As mm-hmm. soon as that first second pops, everyone is like on their feet going crazy. It made me frustrated with this backstage scene, like however, you know, it was maybe a year ago. I think it was Roman Reigns is in the locker room and he turns to the right and there's Seth Rollins. And then he turns to the left and there's Dean Ambrose. So it's like, I'm telling you that we're all going to return together next week on Raw, so tune in. And that made me so frustrated because it, it reaffirms the fact that WWE values, I guess, the, the draw of it more so than the storyline. It's mm-hmm. like, we want yeah. you to tune in next week other than instead of this, this return having the most impact possible. I, I could, not agree, uh, could not agree with you more. But after Raw, we've, we've now learned where all of this uh, mishigas is going to be settled. At another Saudi Arabian stadium show in November. And this is coming, what, <clears throat> like two, three weeks after Evolution? I, la, 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 and la, they la, spaced la, it out. La, 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 I'm not listening. Let's not. We can't ignore it. Yes, I can. Watch me. I am English and a woman. I can very easily <laughs> pretend something's not happening. you have dropsy-ropsy right now? Shh. We've talked about this. Okay, you're right. There's nothing to, there really is not much to say about it. It's... It, yeah, it's super disappointing. It is not at all a surprise. Mm-hmm. They are not doing anything positive. Unfortunately, it makes me feel like less like evolution is this huge great thing, and more like the, it was uh, um, what a reverse engineered. Yes. Yeah. To be like, well, we know we're going back because money, and we know people are going to yell at us because internet. So why don't we do this thing? And it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Do, does the context of the of the thing make the thing less impactful? That being evolution. No, it doesn't. It, it, and I'm not arguing that. No, that, no, no, like, I know. You should just be happy that they're doing it because I don't feel that way at all. But I wonder if, like, sometimes the the terrible circumstances mm-hmm. give us the thing that we need to make it to the next level. Yeah, no, and that's where is. I'm kind of coming. And I, I'm still going to be stoked about stoked about evolution. I'm yeah. definitely what not. I, I, I'm just, I am not watching. I am at a point now where I... Am forgiving to New Japan, but even they are starting to to get on my like. If it wasn't for the fact that I know that there are so many great um, Japanese promotions that center on women, I would not be. I'm I'm just like, I'm not watching wrestling if it doesn't have women. I'm just not doing it. Um, in the same way that like, I'm not watching a movie if it's like 20 white dude 20 cis white dudes i'm just mm-hmm. not doing it. It, it it's not a political thing it doesn't interest me we've yeah. seen those stories i well, want and new we stories. have to this is the thing we talk about all the time everywhere else in the world right is like you vote with your money yeah and if you don't want if something isn't representing us and supporting us why would we support it so you know evolution great but part of me does starting to feel an evolution that like if we were represented across the whole company we wouldn't need an evolution mm-hmm. like if we had had mm. more than two matches on your average pay-per-view i think they are in some in many elements taking like big leaps forward so we see we know uh, two years of main events that typically have been traditionally all male main, main events and then we've seen like the first ever this and the first ever that which is cool um but i think this is gonna be a moment where they're really gonna have to figure out how they respond because you have Evolution and then you have the Saudi Arabia show right next to each other. So it's like, what are your priorities? And I think mm-hmm. that's what they're just going to have to focus on <laughs> telling us. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do moving forward, but they have a conflict. And within the next month, they're going to have to address that conflict. Mm-hmm. They've said 
they believe that women will ultimately end up on a card in Saudi Arabia in years to come. But yeah. let's see. You're trying to change a whole culture of a com- country uh, through wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I, and and there, I just it 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 sucks after having seen that amazing Sasha Alexa match. Oh, I know. Um, that they did in it was the United was Arab. Uh, yeah, yeah, United Arab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's or Dubai. Um, I'll have to look that up specifically. I know it was United Arab Emirates. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, no, it it was a fantastic match. And yeah, they wore the full body suits again. You're not going to change a culture. But like seeing everyone there cheering at the top of their fucking lungs for this match. It just. The money's there. Yep. Uh, Before we go to break, sticking with Raw. I th- my opinion, the best match of Sunday night was the Raw tag title match between Rollins and Ambrose mm-hmm. and uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Four guys, top of their game. The last five minutes, I might put up against the last five minutes of any match I've seen mm. in the last 12 months. Hmm. Uh, do y'all agree? A- and as a, as a second quick sort of addendum to this, do, uh, or do you personally hope that the heels retain the belts and move on to another feud instead of what will inevitably happen, which is the Shield will get every everybody's favorite babyface heel faction, the Shield, will get every title, including maybe some titles from other promotions. Give them the women's title. Yeah. Let's just do it. You know what? Let <laughs> okay, let but how, run. again, you give me one thing. You add a female member of the Shield and I will pop forever. Oh, yeah. What if it's Ronda Rousey? <laughs> Oh man! Daniel's <laughs> face—you you know that that's who they put with them. You know it is. Get me very. Look, we will just, all get monkey pawed by this. I just want Renee. She doesn't even have to wrestle. Just do that cute thing where you shoved your hand in the middle. Yeah, and maybe she like could just throw off again. the earmuffs, run into the ring, do the fist, and then get back out again. I'd be into that. I would be so. Into she up. could just have a little matching outfit. Would you cry? I'd cry. I might cry a little bit. I'd cry. Yeah. Renee gets to do the fist. So you did enjoy the match. Yeah, I didn't enjoy <laughs> Dean's jeans. I don't like. They're really tight jeans. now because they're his so thighs tight. are so big. Where is he getting these stretchy, stretchy jeans? I don't. I think. Look, I had a theory that they were jeggings. Was my original theory mm. because, but it's also if you're watching him move, he moves like he's wearing pants that are too tight. Yeah. And again, it's just I think they're that gonna he, split and we're gonna see some nutsack. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I don't think he bought new pants yeah. and he forgot that he added on an, like an inch or two of thigh. Yeah. That's just muscle. Yeah. Josiah, what'd you think about Dean's? Um, what do you think about Dean's nuts? <laughs> Which he calls the Dean's Ambrose nuts? Asylum. I think the match was fantastic. Yes. I think uh, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of this tag team and and I was pretty skeptical in the beginning. So I loved that they debuted or that they came back together. Um, I didn't know where it was going, but I'm a huge, huge Drew McIntyre fan. Um, If it were up to me, he would be in the main title picture. But aside from that, I think it's good to have them win just to... I feel like if when they didn't have any titles, it was kind of like, what are we doing? You know, what are we building towards? We're both, like, huge (laughs) and great, but going up against some of the tag teams, you know, we expected them to win everything. Um, I think my concern now is, okay, so you have, what, one face team that's, you know, predominant, I guess, on this roster right now? Right. So who do they go against if they continue this, you know, this long-term tag team run? I just don't see it. Yeah, that's true. They they, they don't really have opponents. I just you know, like it when Drew out. carries them around like a baby. Oh, my God, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Little baby. Um, and, and, yeah, and I agree. Like, putting the belts on them is, like, having the belts on them 
is the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because you know, th- you know, I, I I love my boys, but they are the shield. The shield don't need the belts. These dudes need the belts. Um, and yeah, just any image, because oh, Dolph Ziggler, one day he's gonna sell himself into a shoot. <laughs> like one day he's going to sell so hard he's going to pull something and I can't wait for it but yeah, yeah like just him we'll being be there, carried around be I, yeah if he just carries him around like a baby and he's then like I kind of want to just cling to one of his legs like a baby monkey and go with him because he wouldn't <laughs> feel you because he's massive so yeah. he could carry both of us oh he can wear yeah. you like a scarf yeah and then I'll just give them both a deep conditioning treatment oh we'll <laughs> talk be a lovely day later because they both need hot oil if you've got any thoughts on hot oil or any of the things we've talked about, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. After the break, we've got tons more news that we've got to look into. We're going to do that up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. Turns out it isn't what we thought it would be. For example, stickers on car windows? It's no longer about what type of monster would let that happen, and more like realizing you are that monster. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org or Apple Podcasts. And yes, there will be swears. Tides and Fights Podcast. Tides and Fights. Welcome back to Tides and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. And... Josiah Williams. Correct. Nailed it. Let's talk about one of the things we've all been waiting for. And Josiah, I really want to hear about you on this based on the, uh, the clip that we just played. Becky Lynch beats Charlotte Flair clean as a whistle for the SmackDown Women's Championship. What were your feelings in this moment? Obviously, it was a big inspiration for you. So I didn't expect it to happen. I expected to be let down and to be frustrated and to go on a long Twitter rant. And I was thrown off. I'm like, this actually happened. Um, Very, very excited. I thought the match was great. There were a few stumbles in the beginning. Um, but I think that the storytelling, people were so invested in it that they were just willing to give that support and keep watching. Um, it's been a long time coming, and I think this is the beginning of something really, really cool. I just hope that they sustain it and that they do it the right way. Um, we've seen like the back and forth between Charlotte and Sasha in the past, and I really hope that's not what we're moving into. Um, but this would be incredible if we can actually get a good Becky run out of this. Ladies, what do you think? What, what kind of, what kind of run are you hoping for out of Becky on this one? There is no good reason for Becky to lose the belt before WrestleMania. Hmm. Seconded. I, I really want to see, and you know, I saw it more in the promo that she cut at the end of this week's SmackDown more than anything else yet so far. I just want her to be a WWE dirty word. I want her to be a CM Punk. When she yes. was saying, like, oh, I want to be on the talk shows, I want to be on the front of magazines, I was like, oh, this is ice cream bars. This is yeah. who she is. This is who she needs to be. They, they're they trying to set her up as a heel. The audience love her. We're all behind her. She's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. I got my title now. 
and this is how it's going to be. I'm and, like, oh, yeah. she's punk. She's punk. No, and she's not trying to make us, like, I think they've shifted from, okay, well, we know that she's not going to boo. Yeah. And so you just, instead of putting it on, you know, fuck the WWE universe and all the, the, the heel conventions, yeah. you just make it where it's like, I fought for this. I earned this. This is mine. I don't, I let you know. Yeah, y'all can, like y'all can like yeah. me. That's great. But at the end of the day, this is my priority. And I think that that's all she needs. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a really good story to be told here <clears throat> for both wrestlers where you can have sh- have Charlotte be put at the back of the line, which is not a place that she's really been before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if 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 the the real return match, and I'm sure they've got they have another match coming, they have to have one. Yeah, they'll do is, some rubber thing. Is at is at WrestleMania. They're in Australia, right? If, if that's her getting her belt back, then you get her learning humility which yeah. she doesn't really I don't care if she comes in and says it to Becky she's got to learn and and earn her way up but at the same time you've got Becky getting more and more arrogant and I think you can get heel heat out of her refusing to wrestle people mm-hmm. that she doesn't think are worthy so she becomes mm-hmm. the thing that she felt held her back. Yeah. That's, she becomes mm. the, her own nightmare. I think yeah. that's great. And I think that because there are, while most people do acknowledge that Charlotte is an incredible athlete in her own right, how compelling would it be for someone to confront their privilege and confront the fact that, yes, I'm Ric Flair's daughter and confront, other than just saying it, but like really have to like live in it and own it and confront it and be like, you know, look, I love my dad. He's my dad. At the end of the day, I'm my own thing. Have her get rid of the fucking Ric Flair music. Have that be part of her journey because it's great to hear it, but she doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. Right. The robes you can keep because those are fucking dope and they're not quite, <laughs> they're not exactly Ric Flair. She spent money on them too. She spent so, money on them. Him. Not as much as her dad, because she has better uh, financial acumen. But, um, but yeah, have that be part of her story where she goes like, "Yes, I'm proud of where I came from, but I am my own fucking woman." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, let's talk about the Raw Women's Match with Ronda Rousey defeating Alexa Bliss. Uh, wh- what were all your thoughts about it, Josiah? I continue to be impressed with Ronda Rousey. I was very, very, very skeptical in the beginning. Um, and I think with each match, she continues to prove at least one new thing. Um, so I'm a fan. I'm still trying to figure out who's going to take this and how this you know, kind of gets to a downfall for her. But for right now... I'm on the Ronda Rousey train, and I want to see where this is going. Um, I, for one thing, other than hair and makeup, because, you know, she going to do what she going to do. This was um, <laughs> yeah, so much. the best she looked in every, like, 360. It was the best she looked in a match so far. She, convinced, she sold convincingly. Well, yeah. The match looked like a real match. And I know it is really, really fun to have someone come in um, and just body people at first, but then it gets really boring and no one wants another Brock Lesnar. So I really appreciated this match. I thought her gear, once she took off the... Sc- and she's another one like, look, I appreciate that you and and, and Roddy had a thing. You got to start being your it own needs person to go. soon, yep. sweetie. It needs to go right now. I agree with yeah. that completely. 100%. And also, Alicia Fox is amazing. Yeah. That's it. That's my Actually, this entire episode is canceled. Alicia Fox. That's it. Alicia Fox. That's Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. I just kind of wish they had brought him out just to say that on the mic as she walked yeah. down the ramp and then leave again. You should like, announce her. I can't. Every, so everything that she's doing right now is like, why isn't this woman wrestling? She looks amazing. And she finally found yeah. something that fits in with... She she can go and be a part of that team, but she is also just so. That is your look. That's Alicia yeah. Fox. That's her glow. Yeah, 
I, got I, I think it's even interesting as so she's like teaming with uh, Jinder Mahal. Just like the backstage kind of interactions that they've been doing to tease that is, I'm very interested in that. I would like to actually see that on Raw. Like there are so many different things to her character that I feel like they're not allowing her to really tap into. Probably mm-hmm. because people are so used to her by now and... I, I think we've gotten to the point where people don't take her seriously anymore. Yeah, they take um, their which, veterans for granted, and it's a yeah. real problem. Right, no. exactly. So I would love to see so much more of her on TV. Let's move on to people we see plenty of on TV, which is Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella taking the L to the Miz and Maurice, uh, stars of my new favorite reality show, Miz and Mrs. I'm going to have you talk about it sometimes. Sometime <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about every single episode and how much I love that show. I'm so happy. Happy to talk about it. Um, Daniel Bryan is now 0-2 versus The Miz. I know that now they have a match uh, that where the winner will get a title shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but is this, did this match cool off their, their rivalry? Because it felt like it was red hot, especially after SummerSlam. And then when it became a, a, a mixed tag match, at first it felt like, okay, this is a good way to mm-hmm. make it not another one-on-one. But it also feels like it all kind of cooled off because it wasn't about the two of them anymore. It was about... Yeah, it's classic WWE, though, isn't it? To, like, <clears throat> let's talk about their reality shows and right. take something that's red hot on its own and kind of just, like, make it our thing now. We've just co-opted it completely. Yeah, I, right. You know, I didn't have a problem with the match. I thought the match was super, super fun. If I separate my desire to see Daniel Bryan murder The Miz in the middle of the ring, yeah, I can totally get it. But... If I take that and add it into the mix of knowing what the WWE is and knowing that these people also have a reality show and knowing that these are two amazing women who have come back from giving birth, who have got back in a ring. Made two whole people. Two humans. They made two between them. From scratch. Nothing. I mean, I can't even get up in the morning. So this is pretty impressive. It was sports entertainment and I was entertained by sport. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, um, what is this, a crossover episode? Kind of hope it will be, but um, it, it won't be. <laughs> but for me, it's, look, we have evolution coming. Mariz, like, Mariz. That kind of works, WWE actually. Just, like that. Like, died. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Maurice and Brie are back. They're going to be doing something at Evolution because, and I will say, I know this irritates some people, I appreciate the fact that they understand that a lot of women would have stepped up to the plate had there be a, been a plate for them to step up to mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunities to be parts of these firsts. I don't hate it. I am mad at it. Gotcha. But, again, they both just made full asshole people. And so they have got to get ready to be an evolution. How do you do that? You're not going to have them do one-on-one with other people because that's not going to look good. And it's just going to highlight how not good it's going to look because everyone has ring rust, especially like people don't giving birth is a traumatic event to yeah. your entire body, which is why I'm never doing it. And <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to my dogs and grand dogs. So, this is how you bring them back. So we, we talked about shenanigans. We talked about the Brian and Miz facing off for a chance at the WWE title. So let's talk about the WWE title match, which again ends in shenanigans as uh, AJ Styles gets the win, even though he tapped out uh, before the pinfall. Uh, Josiah, do, do the the kind of hazy endings to these matches uh are they, do they frustrate you or, or are you on board from a storytelling perspective? 
No, they frustrate me beyond belief. <laughs> Man, I was so, so, so mad. And I've been waiting for the opportunity for Samoa Joe to have his moment on SmackDown Live. Yeah. And I thought that, okay, maybe they're going to pull the trigger here. And he, you know, becomes this guy that everyone just hates because AJ Styles is always going to be phenomenal, incredible. Like AJ doesn't, you know, he, he carries a wave on his own. And Samoa Joe, to me, has kind of felt like the threat that's been in the background for so long that he needs a title run on this show. And having it end like that is just so, oh my goodness, frustrating to me. Um, and I, I was really hoping to see him take it. And I don't know where, you know, how many rematches we're going to get out of this. But I do hope that it ends with Samoa Joe taking that title and holding it at least for a few months. Hardcore same. I really, really, it's time. It's time yeah. to pull the trigger on Samoa Joe. I know some people are a little weirded out about some of the heel stuff he's doing. The books I can see, it either works 100% or it doesn't work 100%. But like the whole, I'm your daddy now, fucking come on. Yeah, I'm into it. I want the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just, I feel, I just, I don't want to, I, I really, really want it to be a, Voice of positivity and light today, but I'm just like you guys. I'm so over Uncle Alan. I'm just I'm done with AJ. I am. I'm sorry. I give it to Joe. Give me the Who's Your Daddy T-shirt. I agree. Let AJ go and have a sit down at home for a minute. It's got like 18 kids. They could borrow him for a bit. Give him something to do with his hands. <laughs> yes, if... and cut his hair. He hasn't had time. <laughs> Look, if they wanted to move the title off of AJ and onto a heel and have it bounce around between a heel and Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe. There's a very good candidate who's had uh, very good matches against AJ Styles. His name is Andrade Cien Almas. Yes. And uh, he is red hot at having great matches. Mm -hmm. And if if the rumors that are out there are to be are to be believed, Vince McMahon uh, has uh, has started to pay a little more attention to him he and is impressed with him. He That's good. nice. What would you feel? Uh, Josiah, w would you be upset if, if Almas got a title reign before Samoa Joe? Ooh, good question. Um, I would not. I feel like Cien is one of the people who have made a great transition from NXT to the main roster. I didn't even expect him to have a heavyweight or a title run in NXT. So that was one of the big surprising things for me. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's been kind of a rumor that he's been paying attention to Andrade, and I feel like between him and Zelina, like they have something that people are really paying attention to right now. Um, so although I would love to see Joe take it, if it does happen before, I'll be okay with it. Only if Daniel Bryan beats him in the end. All right, that's fair, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, here's a quick bit of, uh, fun bit of trivia. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but on SmackDown, they have a belt called the US title, what? Really? Yeah. Uh, and some guy has it. Uh, he wears a mouth guard. What? He uh, kicks people in the nuts. I don't know. He got interesting heels. when he became a heel. No. And then Darn. they stopped using me. him. Sure what Finn Balor? No. Hold no, on. No, he doesn't no. have a mouth guard. It's the other guy who wasn't on Hell in a Cell. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, my favorite. Oh, did. he surfs. Yeah. He He's did. the surfer. Yeah. <laughs> He takes pictures of big like water tanks when he goes to town and puts them on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's where I know him from. Thank you, Josiah. That's it. They never let him get out of the blocks, though. I mean, he came, he got the belt off Jeff Hardy, and then it immediately segued into a Jeff Hardy-Randy Orton feud. Like, Nakamura wasn't even part of his own feud. 
And even that was like, what? Why are you fighting? Yeah. Why are you shoving shit into Jeff's ear? You fucking gross weirdo. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Hell in the Cell match. No. 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 We have to. No. No. We have to. We have to. What would you rather talk about? Anything. We can't. It was disgusting. We can't. We're almost out of time. Listen. Didn't like it. We've got to talk. But I, it was a way better match than anybody could have possibly expected. It was brutal in a way that we haven't seen probably since you started watching, Josiah. Right. <laughs> I was like, Randy is finally back. This is what I've been wanting for so long. Yes. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> Lizzie, I don't want anything from Randy, so I'm fine. Like, <laughs> I mean, a... I don't like the way they played this storyline because I felt like they gave Nakamura a belt to shut us up to give him a belt, but mm. then we're like, you can have a belt, but you can have no storyline. I felt like there was very much brutality for brutality's sake in the match, which doesn't feel like what we do anymore, mm. which felt jarring. The ear thing, I literally turned it off. I, I walked can't. out of the room. Uh, why? That why are we putting... Disgusting. Why are we shoving screwdrivers like, in people? Don't try this at home. I'd rather you try, like, suplexing your best mate on the bed than ramming a screwdriver through your friend's ear. Would Jesus! You, would you rather... Let's let's have a slumber party, the four of us. Would you rather watch Randy Orton uh, put a screwdriver in Jeff Hardy's earring, mm. or would you rather watch him... Fight Bray Wyatt in a room full of baby dolls. Baby room dolls. Baby dolls. Baby dolls. Baby dolls. Josiah, okay. I I vote screwdriver. What do you vote? I'm voting screwdriver too. Deadlocked. <laughs> Finally, we've seen Leo Rush make his presence known as Bobby Lashley's manager. Amazing. Drake Maverick is now managing the AOP, also and Drew Gulak has made a couple of cameos on Raw. Is this a positive thing for 205 Live, or are, are we expected to compartmentalize where Drake Maverick's in a suit on, on soon-to-be Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. but then on Monday nights, he's in the Shield mini-gear walking around like he's... It like, does it look a like, bit like they like got the into a builder bear. adopted a yeah. child. Look, can you leave Rockstar Spot alone? There's a reason that was his name. Yeah. It just it does look like they went to Build a Bear workshop to make a shield doll ah! and they got the costume and they were like, you know what would be adorable? <laughs> <laughs> and I love him. I love him. I just I'm so confused by what is happening and I it does not make me feel good for two or five See, I like it. I think that it's a good bridge to get people because but they don't reference it. That's yeah. the weird what, thing. What's the carry what's the carry through? By having them be more tucky wucky like, like, like fucking the West Wing. Um, by having them be managers on the show, I feel like that is a bridge to like, hey, these guys can talk and are talented. Why don't you go see them do their other thing? And which then maybe these other do, which is not this at all, but maybe some other people will show up. Well, Drake, I mean, yeah. Well, oh. Listen, if you love Sir John Gilgood as Hamlet, you're really going to love it when he's flipping burgers at McDonald's. Don't you want McDonald's now more than anything? They would be good I mean, burgers. No, I kind of do. Would they be? I don't know that John Gilgood knew how to work a grill. I bet he does. They'd probably be raw. He's mm. dead. He definitely can't do it now. <laughs> well, he can't do it now. Okay, but well, like, what about Sir Paul McCartney? You, could... eat a, you would eat a Sir... You would eat a knighted... McDonald's hamburger. He's a vegetarian. Just though, to right? say, I did once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't know how to cook burger, it. No, not by a vegetarian. Like, I don't know if this is how you make it. Um, you, like, it's <laughs> raw so burger. Who else it's is a knight? <laughs> oh, Dame <laughs> Judy Dench. If Dame Judy oh, yeah. Jen- Dench made you some fucking food, you would crush it. Yeah. I'd be afraid not to eat it. Yeah. Josiah, would you eat a hamburger made by uh, Dame Judy Dench? <laughs> I don't believe I would. Oh, see. Oh. Mm, I, don't th- I don't think you have a choice, Josiah. <laughs> where do you fall? Where do you fall on 205 Live showing up on Raw, but not as 205 Live at all? 
Um, I believe. Well, first of all, I think it's great, at least for Leo Rush. In in this situation, Bobby Lashley needed somebody to talk for him. At oh dear God, yeah. Oh my gosh, immediately. Um, I love Bobby Lashley, and I don't think that it's his fault that he's in a very awkward position in this return. Um, but I think it's huge for 205 because any exposure for 205 is great. I think it's frustrating in the sense that it does contradict. So here comes Leo Rush to save the day. Um, and it's supposed to be, I would assume, a face manager. And then he's like the guy that you want to hate on 205 Live. Um, I think it's also cool to see that like there are opportunities here. So let's say for some reason they want it to be a tag team. I think... I think and I want to hope that it could work with Bobby Lashley doing at least something instead of, you know, beating Roman Reigns and saying, oh, you're not going to go get a title. We're going to give it to somebody else anyway. Yeah. They just keep grabbing all of these super athletic, super big, talented dudes and just like shoving them in a corner somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's like with Mm -hmm. Uha Nation. It's like, come on. Yeah. I forgot his WWE name because I haven't seen him in so long. Apollo Crews. Sure. (laughs) Finn Balor. (laughs) If you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, keep the conversation going on Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and Tights Fights on Twitter and Instagram, Nia Jax. When we come back, we've got some things from the world of wrestling that you should know about the revival. That's coming up next. Stop it! On Tights and Fights. Bring back Jericho. Hello, I'm Oliver Wong, DJ, scholar, and journalist. And I'm Morgan Rhodes, music supervisor and stiletto devotee. And we host Heat Rocks, a podcast where we invite our favorite musicians, writers, and scholars to talk about the albums that have changed their lives. Morgan, what exactly is a Heat Rock? It's a record that's like hot fire, combustible. Basically, just a really, really good album. We've taken a deep dive into Nigerian funk from the 70s. He kind of had like a bad reputation in in town as just being like a sketchy dude. (laughs) And he was just making music that for thousands of miles around him, he was the only person doing anything like that. 1980s teen comedy soundtracks. This soundtrack always felt the same to me as like when I would find a a great blazer at a thrift store that I could, I was like, oh, this is going to be me now. We've talked about Prince, Boys to Men, Kendrick Lamar, and everything in between. Heat Rocks, every Thursday here on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined today by Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelt and Josiah Williams. Correct. Killed it. This week, we're going to end the show the way we do every week. Everybody, please rise from your seats as we share some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. Josiah, guests go first here. We are a proper and well-mannered group. What would you like to put over? (laughs) So this week, and I know that a lot of people may disagree with me, but that's quite all right. Uh, I'm putting over the Raw Tag Team Division just because I'm still being Joe Hopeful right now. And I feel like (laughs) there are a lot of unanswered questions that I'm actually intrigued in. So I, I want to see where Drew and Dolph go. Um, I want to see who's taking the titles from them. We have a void right now in face teams, really. So they're kind of experimenting with Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. 
um, which I'm not really upset about. I want to see where that goes. I want the revival to be dominant again. Um, I clearly see that Authors of Pain are, um, and I don't know what's next for them, but there's just so much right now within the tag team division that's uncertain. But for the first time in a while, I'm really interested in seeing what happens next. Um, so kudos to whoever's at least trying to make that happen on Raw, and I am paying attention. Oh, here's a clip. And there is Drake Maverick leading the AOP into action here tonight. AOP! Hey, hey, hey! 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 Save it for the ring. What was that? That's my question exactly. <laughs> I don't know what any, what any of this is. Lindsay? Uh, what do you want to put over? So... Uh, Danielle is going to put a thing over. Yes. And then I'm also going to put the same thing over, but you're going to be much more specific in yes. the part that you're going to put yes. over. Oh, I'm interested. Yeah, this is it. Something happened in wrestling that was just so great. We both wanted to do it, talk about it. Uh, so Mixed Match Challenge came back. It's back, like yeah. the cat that came back. It also came back with a cat, actually. <laughs> the cat came back. Yep. Uh, mm. And I was cynical. I felt like the first time around was okay. Didn't think it was great. Felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities. I now truly believe this will be the greatest bit smart challenge of our times. Really? Mm. The first episode was mm. fantastic. It looked great. They have two matches per episode. Uh, and last night, I'm going to let Danielle talk about the first match that we saw. The second match between uh, AJ and Charlotte versus Naomi and her oos right. was so good. It was the full restore your love of wrestling. Just distilled, just bottled the whole thing. You get to see Naomi bust a rear view onto AJ. Really enjoyed that. Uh, Charlotte puts her Uso into um, the figure eight. There was a lot of intergender, you guys. It's pretty so great. Just go to facebook.com forward slash WWE forward slash question mark CMD equals MMC yep. question mark yep. wow. uh, <laughs> slash matchup equals Watch. Charlotte dash AJ. Yeah. Hashtag versus. Yeah. You have to go to the far northeast corner of your home. (laughs) And that's the best place to do it, possibly under some furniture. (laughs) But you have to put a fern there. If there's no fern there, you're not going to do it. Yeah. If there's no fern, there's no point. Yeah, of course. But it was so fantastic. And like, well done to everyone involved that made it super, super, super fun. Loved it. Can't wait to watch the rest of it. Rock on. All right. Danielle, zoom us in. Yeah, so um, I am also doing the Mixed Match Challenge. I am doing a very specific moment. And so um, Alexa Bliss is, and I'm not sure if she's kayfabe injured or real life injured, but um, she was replaced by Ember Moon um, as Braun's partner. And then, uh, and they were against Team Paws, which was Kevin Owens and Natty, um, which was amazing. They both love cats, and Natty kept saying, get these paws, and it was great and amazing. It was so pure. But the best part for me, for starters, Ember was just acting like a real ring general. She's, Mm -hmm. like, bossing him around. Like, they're doing – it was really amazing to see. So during one of the boss around parts, Ember Moon – climbs onto Bronze Strowman's shoulders. Yes. Like her feet are on his shoulders. She does the fucking eclipse off of his shoulders onto Natty. It's one of the best things I've seen all year. And we have a clip of them talking about it. How do you not win after that? Yeah. She was amazing. 
She looked amazing. It's one of my favorite matches I've seen her in since she came up from NXT. But it was a six match Those are the moments. That's why you watch the Mixed Match Challenge for those moments. Uh, I want to zoom in a little bit too. I want to zoom in on the Raw tag title match from Hell in a Cell. Because as, as y'all know, I love little moments. Mm. I think little moments uh, make a big impact in matches. And the chatter from Dolph Ziggler was so great uh, and adds a level of investment into what's going on. So I just want to give a little sampling of that. Just something to pay attention to when you watch the match again. And I think you should. Come on! Do something! Do something! Dolph just toying with Rollins. I just love those little moments. It's They're not huge, but that's why they're little and why they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. So... Look for those moments in a match. They'll, they'll make a difference, and they'll brighten your day. That does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts were Daniel Radford, Lindsey Kelk, and Josiah Williams, along with me, Hal Lublin. Josiah, thank you so much for joining us. No, man, I, could, I thank you guys for even trusting me and for allowing me to chat, and uh, let's do it again sometime. Yay. Please, please, please. But uh, nice. until next time, please put out there and let our audience know where they should find you, what should they be listening to, where should they go, the, the floor is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josiah Williams. Um, I am the rapper behind the wrestling series called Wrestle and Flow. Um, you can find that on Instagram. You can find it on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, at Wrestle and Flow. Um, I truly appreciate your support. If you have any ideas of who I should remix next, let me know because I do pay attention. Check it out. Everybody, Daddy. please do that. Anything else anybody wants to put out there? Anything going on? Um, just my same old usual. Uh, help me pay my rent and join my Patreon. Um, you know, we've been doing these weekly chat-alongs, which has been great. Um, had some people come in and we did a chat-along of Hell in a Cell, which was awesome. Um, I am going to be inviting some other wrestle friends that you guys know if they want to come in and do some chats and watch some stuff. I know y'all are all super ready for the when the Marine 6 comes out. And me too, but we have to wait until it's on streaming platform because I want everyone to be able to watch it. Uh, if you don't listen to the other show I do in the Maximum Fun Network, which is We Got This with Mark and Hal, this is a fun week to jump on. I'll tell you why. Because our guest was none other than SpongeBob SquarePants himself, Tom Kenny, which we recorded live at Dragon Con, and we decided the best musical instrument of all time. Mm. Check that out at MaximumFun.org. Lindsay. I have a book coming out. Yes. It's actually coming out in America and Canada um, oh, on right. Tuesday. It will be out on Tuesday. It's called One in a Million, and it's available from places you get books. So please, please at least consider buying it, if not reading it. And uh, I know it's not here yet, but I uh, I got uh, an advanced copy because I know a guy. Me and too. it <laughs> is really good and really funny. And it is everything you love about Lindsay and also romantic comedies. So, and there are yeah. at least two secret wrestling references in there. Oh, yeah, see if you can find them. Yeah. No, and I will then, on Twitter, tweet us and Lindsay and use the hashtag secret reference. And don't spoil it, but give us like a wink that you know that you got to it. And Lindsay will tell you if you're right. Yeah. Our producer is Flex Luger, Julian Burrell. I have one for you. Uh, uh, well, we'll talk about it later. I'm very excited. <laughs> Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you love the show, remember, hit those five stars in Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. 
Thank you so much to all the Maximum Fund members who have a portion of their monthly recurring donation headed our way to keep the lights on when we're here. We really appreciate it. And if you're not a member but you want to get involved, we're only a few months away. So get ready because you are not going to want to miss the next Max Fun Drive. That is it for this week, but we'll be back next week to talk about more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.